you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. It is episode 477, baby. I'd like to welcome 2D Throttle Club, Katie Ryder and Jay Slicks. Welcome aboard, guys. Really appreciate the support. Don't forget, you guys can go over into the uh, channel uh, members deal over on YouTube. Members only. As well as the Discord, man. You guys can get on over that. Don't forget, everybody, to get over on Discord. It is a hoot, to say the least. For those down in Texas, they know what a hoot means. And also, I would like to thank, with all my heart, Little Mama and L Dog for their gift, man. Holy cow. Let me grab this. Yeah, man, Little Mama really knows how to get to the heart, man. Her and L-Dog, the East Side Story. Uh, this is a collection of uh, whew, volumes 1 through 12 of East Side uh, Records. Uh, you know, the good lowrider stuff, man. Man, I seen that and I was like, damn, that is awesome. Uh, I also like to uh, thank uh, everybody uh, for the donations that they give us. Uh, uh, Big D. Thanks for, because uh, Big D has been uh, setting up our studio with computers and stuff. Help us get our editing going. Really behind the show, a lot of the people out there. Uh, you guys are awesome. Our members are awesome. The Rumble in the Woods for the members. You can get the information over on Discord in the members only. Where you can book your spot. Yes, to be able to go to the Rumble in the Woods, you do have to be a member of the Throttle Club. And you can do so by going through YouTube and just hit join. That's all you have to do. It's that easy to become part of the Throttle Club. You get a bunch of perks in the whole nine yards. Uh, it's a really close club. Really loving it, man. Really am getting to know everybody. Uh, it gives me a chance to get to know the listeners, uh, the supporters, all that kind of stuff. And uh, a lot of us has become real close, which, hey, that's what we're supposed to be doing, man. Uh, the Discord server is for, you know, basically people to uh, shoot the crap and uh, get together and ride what we're supposed to be doing. So today we are going to be talking about gang enhancement laws. Yes, gang enhancement. We've been talking a lot lately about these uh, gang lists and being put on them. Uh, you can go check out some articles I got over on HarleyLiberty.com about that. But uh, we're just going through some different issues that really affect everybody. Everybody. One of the best examples I can give to somebody who is a naysayer or who supports gang enhancement laws is this. Say you're a supporter of one of your favorite major clubs that are on the DOJ watch list. You're going to go to their clubhouse and support them. Say they invited you to an open house party. Okay, cool. You go. You're just going there to support, buy a couple t-shirts and stuff. Well, across the street is a Leo who is in a squad car. Now, you think nothing of it. Hey, they're there. They're going to do what they're going to do. Well, 
He's there taking down license plates. Yes, they love taking down the license plates, taking pictures of people entering the building. So, you have your party. It was a great time, all that stuff. You spent some money. You supported your club. And then you left. Well, two weeks later, you're kind of going quick, trying to get uh, to work and stuff, speeding a little bit. So the cherries pop behind you, and you get pulled over. Well, you noticed as you're looking out the rearview mirror that the cop is approaching you kind of suspiciously. You know, you're wondering, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Next thing you know, he comes to the window and says, can you please step out of the car? Sitting there, what the hell did I do? I just, uh, I was speeding. I was speeding, so what? what's going on here? So you get out of the car, and he says, you know what? I need to take pictures of your tattoos and you. And you're sitting here, why? I just said so. We can either do it here, or I'll take you down to the police department. And you're surprised and all that kind of stuff, and you're kind of shaken up because you've never been through this type of stuff before. You've never been in trouble. Uh, the next thing you do, you find out that, uh, the reason why you were being treated like that is because you're on a gang list. Well, how did I get on a gang list and I didn't even do nothing? Well, here's the deal. You went to a club who was designated as a motorcycle quote unquote gang by the, uh, DOJ. And now you're on a gang list because now you're an associate or they think you're a gang member. And I talked about this where these gang lists, it has nothing to do with judicial review. But a cop, anybody can put you on one. So now you're on a gang list. And... A lot of stuff can happen when you're put on a gang list, especially when you're going for a job. We covered a story where a civilian contractor had to get their security clearance re-upped. Well, they were on a gang list, and guess what happened? They didn't get their security clearance, which in return, you cannot work. All because of one person thought you were a gang member. So, that said, okay, you're upset and stuff like that, so, you know, it's been weighing on you the last couple days after being pulled over. You go to have a drink because you're upset. Well, you're pounding them down and, you know, having a good old time, and then some schmuck comes in there, bumps into you, or tries to, I need, I want to see your tattoos, or just talking crap, getting on your nerves. So, what happens when that goes on? You slap the hell out of them. And then the next thing you know, if you weren't smart enough to get the hell out of there after it was over, they call the cops. Cops come in. Arrest you. For, say, misdemeanor assault. It was just a bar fight, okay? Well, they take you down to the station and talk to the prosecutor and all that type of stuff. 
And, you know, you're sitting here thinking you're going to get a misdemeanor. But, yeah, it's not over yet. They come back and book you on not only that misdemeanor charge, but a gang enhancement charge. Yes, a gang enhancement charge. A lot of states and the federal government can use a gang enhancement charge on top of a misdemeanor or a felony to give you extra time. So, that little trip to a motorcycle club has now caught you at a gang enhancement. Just for supporting the club of your choice. And just because one person that was sitting out in the parking lot taking uh, plate numbers seen you there and put you on the list because it's his discretion. See how this works? Because there are a lot of naysayers that no matter what the cops do, they'll back them 100%. Hollywood! Why you have such an attitude towards cops? Now you getting it? With all the stuff we've been talking about, all our past segments, you really can't see why I have such an attitude against them. They play God, and it ain't right. Now, there are good cops out there. I don't, here's the thing, I don't associate with cops. I won't sit there and break bread with them. I won't, you know what? It's hard for me to even say hi to one. If they say hi to me in passing in a gas station, like at China Dow's work. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh, what's up? And that's about it. But there are a lot of people that, you know, go to these back-to-blue rallies, and it's like they're hanging off their peckers, man. That's <laughs> really. But the problem is, it only takes one incident of you being at the wrong place at one time, where a cop plays God and he gets to choose to put you on a list that can affect the rest of your life. And a lot of times, you don't even know you're on that list. Now, how can you find out? Well, that's one way of finding out is uh, when it happens. Uh, I would talk to Popeye and OG over at Texas Biker Radio when it comes to Texas stuff. You can try uh, Freedom of Information Act. Uh, that might work. Uh, other than that, nobody really knows. Uh, hire attorney, I don't know. That's the problem with these lists. Your Fourth Amendment, which is your right to due process, is gone. Because a court doesn't put you on this damn thing. Now, it could eventually, but initiation of this is by a cop. They have to say so. They can say, you know what, you're dressed like this, I think you're a gangbanger. Or you're dressed like this, uh, you're a motorcycle gang member. They can do it. Just put you in this database. And you're going to see it from a federal standpoint later on. So, let me know what you guys think in the comments section about that story right there. But let's go further into this gang enhancement deal. And this was, you know, William Kroger, attorney at law, has a real good deal on this and what it exactly is. 
What is a gang enhancement? Very important to know, because they are doing this everywhere. It's got uh, actually so bad that lawsuits have been fi uh, filed. And I'll cover that, that as well. A gang enhancement is an additional punishment to an initial felony. Now, this is in their area, but it can happen with a misdemeanor. Uh, on a person who commits the initial crime for the benefit or, uh, or of or in association with the criminal street gang. Gang enhancement is a punishment that compounds on top of whatever punishment is imposed for the initial crime. L.A. criminal defense and gang attorney Bill Kroger is an expert on gang enhancement and how it impacts various felonies via the Street Terrorism Enforcement and Prevention Act. I should be looking into that one, too, and do something on there. Uh, so if you're in the L.A. area and you're asking if you're on that gang list, maybe give him a call. 323-655-5700. He goes on. What is a criminal street gang? And you'll notice how broad the definition is that these politicians use to pass this law. And you can tell it's coming from the police unions that supported this crap. Hey, ongoing organization, association, you hear that, right? Association. What happened in that example I gave you? You weren't a member, but you were a supporter who showed up. So now you have association. Group of three or more persons, informal or formal, having a common name or common symbol, whose members individually or together engage in criminal activity. Very broad, isn't it? Uh, by the way, I forgot to, you know, I, I love doing this at the beginning of the show. Don't forget to go over to MotorcycleProfilingProject.com. There is a new episode out over there on Double D's video podcast. Uh, don't forget to uh, sign up. It's only five bucks a month, and it helps the uh, cause, so get on over there. So, what crimes, and this is one part of the country, are the elements of gang enhancement? Anyone who willfully promotes any felonious criminal conduct by members of a gang furthers any felonious con uh, criminal conduct by members of a gang, assists any felonious criminal conduct by members of a gang. You're on a gang list because, you know, he was sitting across the parking lot while you were in there partying and showing support for that motorcycle club. You are on a gang list. You now go into a bar and you get into it. Well, wait a second. I wasn't doing that in support of the club. Ah, that's not what the cops say. You're on a gang list for being an associate of this criminal gang, and you're in here fighting. So. Yeah, you were doing it, you know, on behalf of a gang. That's what we say. Prove us wrong. That's what you're going to get. Uh, again, again, you're going to see something. 
The felony must be committed for the benefit of a criminal street gang at the direction of a criminal street gang in association of a criminal street gang. Let me read that again. In association of a criminal street gang. What happened visiting that party? You're now a known associate. Then, the felon will be punished in addition to the punishment of initial felony. Now again, this varies between the states. California might have one law. Illinois might have another, and so on. But here we go. What you thought was an initial misdemeanor battery, well, they upped it to a felony on top of the gang enhancement. Why? What crimes are eligible for gang enhancement? Again, this is in their area. Violent felonies like assault, battery, burglary, robbery, gun possession. Yes, gun possession. There's another thing. Not only can they get you on the Fourth Amendment, but they can get your Second Amendment. That happened down in Texas, didn't it? He had a legal, legal, again I repeat, concealed carry permit, but because he was a bandito and they were considered a criminal gang, they arrested him. Thank God it got fixed in appeals. But it happened. See how much power they got. Homicide, murder, manslaughter, rape, kidnapping. Some serious felonies, mayhem, you know, oh my God, they're talking about some stupid stuff. Anyway, what are the penalties, he goes on to say. Gang enhancement is punished as a wobbler. What's a wobbler, you say? A wobbler offense is one that can be charged as either a misdemeanor carrying a punishment of less than one year of county jail time or a felony over a year in state prison. Punishments can include imprisonment in the county jail for a period not exceeding one year or imprisonment in the state prison for a period of 16 months, two, or three years. For violent felonies, a term of 10 years. Ten, now, this is an additional on the, you know, this is the gang enforcement right here. This is the additional time. A term of five years in state prison and extortion, 15 years. So, you had a serious, you know, well, you initially had that uh, misdemeanor upgraded to a felony battery. Now you got the gang enhancement. So whatever the felony battery was, that time now, you can get an extra five years because of the gang enhancement. And because all you ever did was visit a clubhouse that was on the DOJ watch list, criminal gang list, whatever. Now, there are different type of uh, deals that they can help you with. I'm not an attorney. You have to go talk to them. William Kroger, again, 
Now, I believe this is LA. 323-655-5700. Very good information there. Very good information. So can you see how one visit to your local clubhouse to support your favorite club can turn into an utter nightmare. An utter nightmare because the law enables cops to make a judgment call without the court being involved in that decision. You do not know most of the time if you're on that list until it's too late. See how fast your life can go downhill when you have no due process? Hell, you're not even thinking about fighting uh, being on the gang list. Now you got a serious felony battery and a friggin' uh, gang enhancement on there. Now you're looking at big time because you got into a normal fisticuffs at a bar because you were upset that you were put on a list that you didn't know because you went and visited a clubhouse. It just starts steamrolling. Now, what about these uh, gang enhancement laws and how they're looked upon? Well, thankfully, there are cities and states saying, you know what, uh-uh, you got to change your policies. Let's take a look at Chicago. And this was actually forwarded uh, to me by a subscriber. Thank you for that. WTTW, lawsuit over gang database dismissed as city officials agreed to alter policy. You see how that works? It's just like the Second Amendment out of New York. They wanted to pass some screwed up law. It was getting to the Supreme Court. And instead of the justices ruling on the case, they changed their policy so it became mute. This is what happened here. November 10th of 2020, so just last year. The Chicago Police Department will change the way it tracks Chicagoans suspected of being affiliated with a gang as part of the resolution of a class action lawsuit. Class action that alleged the city's gang database was riddled with errors and ripe for abuse. My God, is that saying something right there? That is why I have no understanding whatsoever that there's states all over the country right now getting into criminal justice reform, why are biker rights organizations not in it to get these kind of changes? You got to start taking on the hard stuff. Talk about grass clipping crap all you want, okay? That's, you're right. If you think that's something that, you know, bikers need to worry about, fine. Talk about your grass clippings. But these are more pressing issues. Motorcycle club profiling, biker profiling, this gang list stuff, this enhancement stuff. Again, you might be just a motorcycle enthusiast. 
But that doesn't mean you can't get caught up in this. Well, let's give another example here. You're out at uh, the Sturgis Rally, okay? And you know all the cops around there are doing their freaking intelligence crap, just like any other major rally. And again, you're just a motorcycle enthusiast. While you walk up to a vendor booth of a, you know, club that is on that gang uh, uh, list with the DOJ, and you purchase a shirt because you think it's cool. Well, guess what? You now can be considered an associate in their eyes. Now, if I'm wrong anything on this, let me know in the comments. But it is ripe for abuse. How can you let the power of one person and their opinion ruin somebody's life? Come on, MROs, get out there. Get involved in this. The agreement will prohibit the city's new database, which has not yet been developed. My butt. My butt. You still could freaking be submitting to the state one. From using some data in the current system, uh, which an April 19th or April 2019 audit by Inspector General Joseph Ferguson found contained inaccurate and false information and disproportionately targeted black and Latinos. Not in Chicago, huh? <laughs> uh, this lawsuit was about harm reduction, which represented six groups and four individuals that sued the city of Chicago for the end to the database. Again, MROs, why can't you do this? I, you know what, a lot of us, including myself, throw a ton of support behind you. Get off the grass clippings, okay? The four men who were named as individual plaintiffs will get small monetary settlements. They will get letters from police officials uh, attesting to the fact that police officials have no evidence, no evidence, linking them to a gang. Ooh. Wouldn't that be a good thing down in Texas where that happened, huh? However, organized communities against deportations, a member of the anti-database coalition, said the coalition would work to convince the Chicago City Council to ban the Chicago Police Department from using databases to con uh, track gang members. The department's gang database hasn't made neighborhoods safer and exposed black and Latino Chicagoans to an increased risk of police harassment and violence. That aside, black, white, Latino, whatever. Whatever. Bikers are getting harassment from cops all the time. Violence? Just look at 2015 Twin Peaks. This is definitely, and this is from uh, the organization, not a fight that has been concluded. As part of the lawsuit resolution, the police department agreed to publish data about those added to the new database, dubbed the Criminal Enterprise Information System, and tagged as gang members, including their age, race, and reason for inclusion, according to court records. In reason for inclusion. Wouldn't that be nice to know that you're even on it and why you're on it? Down in Texas? No. Uh-uh, they don't know. 
again, talk to Popeye and OG on this subject. The department also agreed to publish information about how many people are added to the database, how many people appeal that designation, if they even know it, and how many of those appeals are granted and denied. Again, how do you find out if you're on one? Hell, I don't know. Freedom of Information Act, uh, guessing, waiting until it's too late. Your good is as guess is as good as mine, man, because, you know, to hand that kind of power to somebody is ridiculous. So that was the Chicago one. Let's move on here. Let's move on to the Banditos, and you can see something here. For immediate release. February 2nd of 2021, this came from the Southern District of Texas, the United States Attorney's Office. Bandito's member gets enhanced federal sentence after obstructing justice. It's enhanced. He has been ordered to federal prison for his role in a conspiracy to transport undocumented aliens, announced UK attorney Ryan Patrick, along with acting special agent in charge. Benito Lopez III, identified as a member of the Bandito's Outlaw Mortar Cycle Organization, pleaded guilty. He was handed an 82-month term of imprisonment to be immediately followed by three years of supervised release. The court found Lopez responsible for smuggling 25 to 99 undocumented aliens over the course of a four-month conspiracy. It's funny. You're going to charge him, but they're just walking over the border right now. You haven't charged them, have you? Additionally, he had uh, created a substantial risk or of death or serious bodily injury based on the conditions in which he housed the undocumented aliens. He enhanced the sentence, finding Lopez obstructed justice by providing detailed confirmational information to co-conspirators regarding the investigation. He was also in possession of firearms and used minors during and in furtherance of the conspiracy. You notice how they had to put in there, he was a member of the Banditos. The Justice Department loves doing stuff like that. So let's take away that he was a member of the Bandito, then he was just kind of, he was just a friggin' schmuck Pe uh, transporting people against the borders. But because he was a member of a motorcycle club in which the Justice Department considers a gang, that gets him more attention, it gets him more money in the coffers. Oh, yeah, you got to mention that, and it gets headlines, baby. Gets headlines. Let's continue. After the hearings, uh, which took uh, place over the course of two days, the court heard how Lopez seriously jeopardized an ongoing uh, investigation 
into an organization capable of smuggling hundreds of undocumented aliens. Looks like they're blaming them, huh? It goes on and on. But you can see justice.gov just put uh, Bandito's member gets enhanced federal sentence after obstructing justice in your search engine. Let's go over to Arizona. The Supreme Court, and this was on September 1st of 2020, this is how bad it has gotten, but people are starting to fight back. The Arizona Supreme Court ruled that a state law that creates harsher sentences for people who threaten others only because they associate with or belong to a gang is unconstitutional. Federal lawsuits need to get up and get going on this. That, it was a unanimous decision, too. Holy cow. Said the law violates the U.S. Constitution due process clause because it enhances criminal penalties even if gang membership is not involved in the underlying crime. That is guilt by association which is forbidden by the Constitution. Justice John Lopez wrote, So, your association, remember our story earlier? At least in Arizona, they got it together. Guilt by association is forbidden by the Constitution. The case involved a man charged with intimidating or threatening in two different cases, one where he allegedly threatened a store clerk, and a second where he threatened a police officer called to his house. Both cases would be misdemeanors. But because he told officer he was a gang member, he was charged with felonies. His attorney sought to have the charges dismissed, and Mayor County uh, Copa uh, judge agreed, saying the law was unconstitutional. The state appeals court reinstated and then appealed to the state supreme. The Maricopa County Attorney's Office argued that there is an increased risk of violence when a threat is made by a gang member. Hmm. The high court disagreed. A non-gang member's threat is indistinguishable from that of a gang member if the threat is not bolstered or connected by gang membership, the flaw in the state's argument is that it sanctions what due process forbids. Punishment based solely on associational status. Forbids due process. But at the same time, you have in other states, like Texas, where they can put you on a gang list and now all of a sudden you're an associate or a gangbanger by the way you dress, there's no due process in that. It's unconstitutional. That fact alone, since a lot of club members are in that position to get, receive gang enhancement charges, RMROs need to get out there and fight this. They need to get out there and fight it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Just because it's a hard issue or you might piss off 
your Leo supporters or your law enforcement officers in your organization doesn't mean you don't do the right thing. There are due-paying members out there as well. You need to have their interests in mind, not just the ones that you think are in a curry favor with you. So, what do you guys think? Let me know in the uh, comments section about this gang enhancement deal. Have you ever had an experience where you had to go through a story like I so talked about earlier? Do you think motorcycle rights organizations should be in this fight? Should take this up? Especially in those states that are doing criminal justice reform right now. Anyway, don't forget to go over to our Discord server and go over there and have fun, chat with everybody. It's free. Uh, you'll have a good time. Don't forget to uh, get more biker news uh, at harleyliberty.com. Visit us over at the uh, Hollywood and China Dial show, man. That's a hoot. <laughs> Anyway, I'll talk to you guys later. You have a good one. Take care.